There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody out there is doing well. And it is December 15th, 2022. And we are coming up on Christmas real fast, the holiday season, which you and me and everybody are all expecting. Hopefully people are out there getting some well-deserved time off and, and time with family and friends. And, you know, that's, that's kind of what this is all about. You know, when you sit back and you reflect on the year, you reflect on life, you got to sit there and and ponder, you know, what's this purpose? What is my purpose here? What is life? What is, what is this all about, you know? And, and during this time of year, we, we tend to reflect on that aspect, uh, bring a level of introspection within ourselves. And as we look out upon the world and, and see the events unfolding and see the things that are happening and see the, the, the telltale signs that more is to come, we have to wonder, who really has our best interest in mind? Do politicians really care for you, me, and, and, and our well-being and our, our wealth and our, our homes and our children? Or, or are they more worried about themselves, their bottom line, their bottom do- dollar? It's a big question. And, and there's nothing really specific that's bringing this up, but when we start to look at things in this world and look how politicians treat us, when we look at kind of how this is all unfolding in the world, we scream, we yell, we, we stand up on our soapbox and we make noise and it seems to go upon deaf ears. Just most of the time, it seems to go upon deaf ears. And it's something that we need to, to understand that this fight that we are in right now, we are in it alone. That the people that we've placed in power, in authority, they might go in there with good intentions. They might go in there talking a big talk about how they're going to, they're going to, uh, Box the heck out of the deep state of the globalist. But at the end of the day, they all acquiesce their power and authority. They all take a step back and conform to the establishment. You know, I've known for a long time that it was always you and me who make this difference in this country. That it's the people of this country that will ultimately save this country. That we can't do this by relying on somebody else. That very rarely in history does that singular hero ever step forth and change the face of the world. Instead, it's that singular hero followed by millions of people. And it was always the millions of people that held that power. It was always the millions of people that propped that one singular figure up on his, up their shoulders. And as we look across 
2024, or sorry, 2023. (laughs) I'm a year ahead of us. We have to wonder what's in store for us. And one of the things that I do is I look at how the narrative plays out. So I look at the dying mainstream media. I look at what they're considering news and what they're perpetuating, because what you find is you find little clues of foreshadowing. And within these clues of foreshadowing, you get to construct a narrative like a puzzle. Now, in 2019, there was a series of events that many of us missed because we weren't in control of the information. It wasn't readily available information. Uh, A few of these events specifically are on September 15th, 2019, a a level four biocontainment lab in Russia burned to the ground. We find out later that this lab was one of those labs that housed various types of rare and deadly viruses, including what we potentially be called COVID. This is, by the way, pre-COVID. This is September 2019. A few days after that, Donald Trump signed an executive order on September 19th. This executive order, which was pushed out by Fauci, the NIAD, BRICS, and all those guys, authorized the creation and utilization of mRNA vaccines. Now, interesting enough, there was a lot of push saying, hey, look, there's potentially going to be a pandemic in the future. We need to prepare. We need to prepare. We need to prepare. A few weeks later, on October 19th, 2019, John Hopkins University, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, as well as multiple others, held a global exercise known as Event 201. And you can look this up for yourself. Now, this is two months before the first original COVID outbreaks. Now, Event 201 was portrayed around a fictitious scenario. The scenario as read by the actual event, which you can go out there and read now, was a novel coronavirus, which up to that point in time had never infected a human being, went from a pig to a bat, and the bat was served in a wet market in South America, of which a human consumed and started a pandemic rising out of South America. The governments of the world had to rush to find a solution, and that solution was mRNA vaccines, and they had to produce the information campaigns to disseminate those vaccines and get people injected to save the world. Just a a month later, and by the way, the, the interesting thing about Event 201 is that it started exactly on the same day of the military games in South Korea, the world military games in South Korea which kind of will makes a little bit more sense here later. Um, it was from those military games that the first person in the United States, when they returned home, had COVID and brought it to the United States. This is where they tracked it from. It's from those military games. The first COVID cases obviously started in China in December. And by January, we had the idea of a pandemic spreading globally. And we know what followed after that with the eventuality moving towards mRNA vaccines being injected into over 130 Americans' arms. Just recently, in the United States of America, John Hopkins University, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, the same culprits from 2019, held a global exercise again. 
this global exercise just happened to start on the same day as the FIFA World Cup. Interesting enough. And this exercise was about another global pandemic. This one starting in 2025. Now, to give you a little back history of this, in 2017, there was a global exercise on a pandemic known as SPARS, S-P-A-R-S. And this was a novel coronavirus that spread throughout the world and produced a pandemic. Interesting enough. And it lasted three years, 2025 to 2028. But now this new one that they just did is called Catastrophic Contagion. And it talks about how in 2025, in this fictitious scenario, something known as an enterovirus, which infects the intestines, kind of like a a stomach flu, starts infecting billions of people across the planet and has a very, very high mortality rate. But the high mortality rate is not necessarily within adults, but instead children. 85% of all deaths are to children. They call this pandemic through acronym, and the acronym is Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. If you're into acronyms, that's S-E-E-R-S. Now, that stuck out to me because obviously I study the occult and the esoteric and these types of things. And there's a entity that is spelled SEER, S-E-E-R. This is one to whom divine revelations are made, a prophet, a person who sees and foretells future events. I don't believe in coincidences. But when I look at this acronym that they chose for this event and knowing the history of these global exercises and how they relate to actual futuristic events, we have to sit here and wonder, did they just tell us what's going to happen next? Did they just show us the next pandemic that they're going to perpetuate upon mankind to reduce the population, to depopulate this world, to usher in the new world order? A seer is a prophet, a person who sees and foretells future events. They're running this global scenario, of which 85% of the death rate is coming from children over a billion people worldwide infected. To add insult to injury, if we take the, the words of the Pope as of recently, who said in an address at St. Peter's Square, Omens of even greater destruction and desolation are in the future for mankind. He said that I have seen omens of greater destruction and desolation for mankind. Is the Pope proclaiming to be a seer? A prophet? By the way, the Pope sits on the board of the World Economic Forum. He's also pushing climate change. He's pushing the trans agenda. He's pushing a one world religion. This is the same Pope who's joked around about Jesus being Satan, Jesus being the son of Satan, all this other stuff. This is what St. Malachi has prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years ago as the last Pope. We'll talk about this, more of this in a minute. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show.
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. We are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about Sears profits. We're talking about the Pope. We're talking about a futuristic scenario of a fi- futuristic fictitious scenario held by the World Economic Forum, the, jo- the John Hopkins University and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, known as Catastrophic Contagion, and how the acronym for this is known as Sears, which is a uh, a prophet, someone who looks into the future events. And then we were talking about the Pope and the Pope's recent words about omens of destruction and desolation on the horizon, how the Pope sees these things. And, and that brings me to kind of, if you didn't have never heard of this, is the prophecy of St. Malachi. So St. Malachi, um, who lived from 1094 to 1148, was an Irish saint who was Archbishop of Armagh, um, to whom was attributed several miracles and an alleged vision of 112 popes later attributed to the Apocryphal, the prophecy of the popes. Now, this is really interesting because I've looked into this a few different times, and obviously the, the 111th pope that he talked about would have been from the olive tree, which we had... Uh, Ratzinger, who was in before, 
who was one of the members of uh, the the branches of the Olives of the the Catholic Church, and then he obviously one twelve is right now, and that's Pope Francis, and uh, this would have been Peter the Roman, and people have trying to kind of coordinate how Francis would be Peter the Roman. Well, Pope Francis was the head of the Jesuits, and if you go back to the creation of the Jesuits, this leads you directly to Peter the Roman. And, and so there's kind of this correlation to where Pope Francis is potentially the last Pope, that he is potentially what a lot would consider the Antichrist. And I've heard this before. Um, his motivations and workings with the World Economic Forum, the production of globalism, the reduction of faith, in the world. He also said, by the way, just the other day in this uh, address, that uh, you cannot have a personal relationship with God, that Jesus Christ is only meant, and this is what Jesus Christ said, is only meant to be done through the priesthood, through the church, that you cannot go out there outside of that church and worship Jesus. This is what the Pope said. So we got to start looking at these things. Look at what these people are saying. Look at what these people are doing because they're telling you exactly what's coming. They're telling you what happens next. We have a whole long history of them setting up events globally, doing these various exercises, and then them actually happening. You know, for many that don't know, do does anybody remember in 2007 you had the 777 terrorist attack in the UK the subway attacks did you know that on that day there was a national exercise in the UK in that exact subway in that exact terminal on that exact train of a potential terrorist attack with a bomb going off I mean, you, you can't make this stuff up. Did you know that on September 10th, 2001, FEMA was already in New York City? They were in Central Park. Why? Well, there was uh, uh, an exercise going on in the advent of a terrorist attack that was supposed to take place the next few days. See, they tell you exactly what they're going to do before they do it. And see, what we're dealing with here is we're dealing with a group that is beyond evil. They are beyond corrupt. They have no morality. They have no emotion, no empathy. They they act upon their own logical basis. They don't care about life. Life to them is a mechanistic instant within reality. That reality itself is a machine that was produced through coincidence. They don't feel. Their hearts are cold and dark. They look at the world and they see... Worthless mouth breathers. 
consumers of the Earth's resources. They want to reduce the global population because they're tired of sharing this planet with you. They look at life as a game. And their fathers and forefathers before them had played this game incredibly well and accumulated all the wealth, all the resources. They control all the businesses, all the politicians, all the militaries. And not needless to say, they, they didn't do this through the good way. They didn't do this through the efforts and the fruits of their labor. They did this through coercion, violence. They did this by turning nations against each other. They did this through lying, deception, deceit. They did this from hiding truth and information from you. But rightfully so, they have brought themselves to win within a system they created to allow them to win. And now they look upon the world in this fictitious system that they have created. And they don't want you and me around. They don't want you and me playing this game with them anymore. They just want to relax and rest and take full control. Right now, throughout the United States, throughout the Western nations, we're seeing an implementation of a global surveillance state. Artificial intelligence and machine learning are being directly connected to every single digital hub center for monitoring, censoring, etc. in this world. They are being centralized by the world's governments, coordinated directly through those same countries. To give you an idea, Tucker Carlson, the Tucker Carlson, was just doing a podcast. And on this podcast, he talked about friends of his who are congressmen, the one friend who was the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee. And how they're controlled by the intelligence agencies of the United States of America, or maybe others. That they listen to whatever their intelligence briefers tell them, that, that they do exactly what the intelligence briefers tell them to do. Th these are our elected officials who do not listen to their constituents. They do not listen to their hearts. They do not listen to their faith. They do not listen to reason. They listen to somebody above them giving them information. And that information can be whatever they want it to be. Over 100 members of the intelligence community, retired and active duty, came out throughout all of mainstream media and social media back in 2020 and claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation in protest against the director of national intelligence, Dan Ratcliffe, who came out and said, no, it's not. This is the director of national intelligence that came out and said, this is not Russian intelligence. Absolutely not. This is real. This is the real thing before the election. And 100 people came out and said, no, no, it's not. It's Russian intelligence. It's, it's absolutely Russian intelligence. The mainstream media ran with that story. You got to wonder what's really going on here. It's as if 
There's wolves running around herding the sheep, putting them in behind the fence, eating, destroying and eliminating the ones that are weak, that they don't see fit to be part of the herd. The question is, though, what are they going to do with us? I mean, for the majority of us, we didn't get vaccinated. And so we're not going to go to the same fate as many others. The majority of us are strong believers in the United States Constitution, our first under Second Amendment rights. So the question is, is how are they going to come for us? Is it going to be in the middle of the night? Quarantine camps slash concentration camps slash FEMA camps? Is it going to be a persecution of the unclean, of the unhealthy? Are they going to utilize this catastrophic contagion to re-implement restrictions, lockdowns, close down businesses, move people into these quarantine camps? We'll discuss that much, much more. We'll be right back on the Dark Delight Show. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime, sound of the river, you're stopping your whole everything. A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time. You feel alright when you hear the Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And we're talking about a lot of ideas, a lot of things here. And see, for me, I have to, I have to look at what's happening. <clears throat> because you know what? I, I have hope and faith in humanity. I know that we will rise up against what's coming. And we will defeat this evil, this tyranny. But in order to do that, we have to be well-informed of exactly what they are doing. And see, the question is, is how they're going to come for you and me. Because if we know and understand that, then when certain events unfold and transpire, we're prepared for it. And if you know your enemy is about to attack you, you know when, the day, and the time, and, and the hour that they're coming for you, well, then it's no longer a surprise. It's no longer an attack, but instead, you get to set them up. And so going into the future, we have to understand the things that they're setting out there. Well, what about Sears? What about this catastrophic contagion? That is supposed to hit probably the end of next year, around the winter time, Christmas time. And the reason I say that is because, well, it, it, whether you're ready for this or not, I'm going to explain this to you. So, Gert Vandenbosch, who is a world-renowned expert on virology and vaccination, he was one of the first people to blow the whistle on the COVID vaccine. He came out with another guy by the name of Dr. Luc Montagnier. Luc Montagnier was a Nobel Prize winning um, virologist who discovered HIV. 
And they both came out and talked about what's known as antibody-dependent enhancements, which the vaccine produces. The antibody-dependent enhancements, when they go into your system, they begin slowly declining and degrading your immune system. And that this isn't immediate for some people. For some people, it's immediate. But for other people, it takes a long time for that immunodeficiency to actually develop. They, they presented this as about an 18-month to two-year process to where you'll have uh, a level of immunosuppression that becomes a hazard to the health. And in the first waves of vaccination, we're in that 18-month to two-year window right now. And what are we seeing? We just saw three reporters all vaccinated who went to the FIFA World Cup all died. All died. The daughter of, of the Prince of Thailand is hospitalized. Heart problems. If you've watched the Died Suddenly documentary, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. We're in that 18-month to two-year window right now for the majority of the elderly and for the healthy aged adults, 25 to 45, who primarily got vaccinated. And we're just certain to see these numbers increase, and, and that's not a good thing. It's a sad, scary thing. Now, not everybody who got jabby jab jabbed is, is probably going to face this fate. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're seeing this correlation, right? <clears throat> but there's one other thing is the catastrophic contagion. The fictitious event has an 85% death rate of children. Of children. Now, why is that interesting in the timing of right before 2025 of next winter? Because the children in the world that were vaccinated were vaccinated after everybody else. They had to wait for various approvals through the FDA and these other corrupt systems. They were delayed a year, almost 18 months after the original wave of vaccinations came about. Which means that that 18-month, the two-year window, the, the five-year window, and some people are saying two to five years, begins to hit next year at this time. Exactly around the same time that catastrophic contagion, this fictitious event that has an 85% death rate for children, is set to occur. Now, when looking at eugenesis, people who want to depopulate the world, people who want to basically sterilize the gene pool, these types of things, what would be a good strategy if you wanted to depopulate the world and control the population growth? Well, number one is you get rid of all the people that you deem useless. You've got to remember, these are non-empathetic, non-emotional, sociopathic people. So that means that all the elderly, all the people that are of older age that are going to have medical conditions that take into the medical system, all these people, they, they just go. And wasn't that one of the first waves of COVID? Wasn't that one of the first waves of the vaccine? Then the other way that you do this is you produce a level of infertility, of sterilization amongst the majority of the inner population at the same time that you're indoctrinating them and utilizing psychological warfare tactics to bring about confusion upon gender identity and the promotion of various sexual identities. 
to where people don't want to have children anymore. And so this is why you have the millennials and then Gen Xers, the Gen Z, that, that are confused of whether they're a boy or a girl. They're getting their, their, their private parts cut off. They're, they're, they're not having children. We are in a crisis right now in Japan, Europe, and the United States with population. Our population for the first time in over a century is decreasing. If you add in there all the, the various different chemicals and pollutants put into our water, our soil, and our air that bring about levels of sterilization, levels of infertility, and then you throw in there the nail in the coffin. If you wanted to depopulate the world and you had already put all these other pieces in place, the other piece you would want to do is you would want to get rid of, completely eliminate the newest generation that would have brought about the balance of population for the next 30 years. And that's the children. And so this plan that we're seeing the globalists do, the, the, whoever these psychopaths are, it, it's setting up the narrative of depopulation. And it's making it look like an accident. And at the same time, it puts humanity into this situation where we're deprived of freedom. Our wealth is depleted. Our governments are destabilized. Global war breaks out. Global economic collapse. Supply chain crisis. Attacks on energy. People freezing in the winter. Humanity will be begging for a world government. On their knees, please, I'm cold, I'm hungry, I'm sick, I'm poor. I have no home, I have no transportation, I have no job. Save me, world government. That's the scenario that these people are bringing about. And see, this next pandemic that's coming is not going to be a pandemic perpetuated by a virus. The virus propagated through the mainstream media will be utilized as a fear campaign to scare the living daylights of men and women, of mothers and fathers, that their children could potentially become hurt, ill, sick, or dead because of the scary virus that is being perpetuated through the world. Where they accept the lockdowns without question, they accept the reduction in freedoms and rights, and they allow the small businesses to be closed down, they allow the government to take over control, they allow martial law. And like gorillas in the night, federal agents march into the homes of people spreading the disinformation and the propaganda because they're not going to let that happen again. And they're marched off to quarantine camps that people, oh my goodness, are being targeted all over the place because new artificial intelligence software is bioscanning you as you walk down the street saying, oh my goodness, you have a raised temperature, you are sick, you must go to a quarantine camp. Exactly what is happening in China right now. So you wonder, how are they going to get rid of us? I just told you that you won't be able to walk down the street without being targeted because that AI camera is going to identify you and say, oh, that's Josh. He's got a radio show and podcast. He propagates what we consider disinformation and misinformation, which is actually the truth, but it's counter to our narrative. Oh, look at that. We just created within the system a positive 
test for this new pandemic virus that's going around. He must be quarantined and everyone around him must be quarantined. This is where we're at. And the more we are informed about this situation, the less probable it becomes that it happens. See, here's the thing is if we're, if this message is sped, spread far and wide, if people are aware that this is what they're going to do, then when the actual event happens and people look at them and go, ha, we're not falling for this this time, not going to happen. And instead of locking down and accepting lockdowns, people rise up. The power shifts. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And you know, when, when I think about these things, and you guys must think that I'm just absolutely crazy. Because, you know, oh my God, Josh must just sit there all day long and, and look through news and articles and research and, and develop these, uh, these crazy theories. Well, well I do. Um, but, but I don't think they're crazy theories. I think they're probable situations that it can occur that can occur within this world. That if I was a member of the globalists, which I'm not, 
if I was a psychopath, a sociopath, and I was running this operation, it's exactly how I'd do it. Is I'd do it systematically. I'd do it strategically. I'd do it methodically. I would piecemeal it over long periods of time. I would implement the reign of fear over the people, just as leaders, kings, monarchs, presidents, rulers have done for millennia. Fear is the number one agent of acquiescence to tyranny. That's where we are right now. They're going to bring about a level of fear like you've never seen before. Something so scary that it makes your gut turn and twist. It makes your heart drop and sink. But it's at that point, it's the cusp, it's the precipice that we must rise up and say, you know what? No. No more. Because if we give in to them, if we say, sure, close down our businesses again, lock up the schools, we'll stay off the streets, we'll stay in our house. At the same time, there's a food crisis, an energy crisis. Businesses shut down, people lose their jobs, wealth is destroyed. If we allow that to happen one more time, then America as we know it is dead. We cannot and will not Surrender our sovereignty, our rights, our freedoms to fear, to the globalists, to our politicians, to our government. Our government is not there to babysit us, to be our mother or our father or to take care of us. Our government is the lawyer and police officer that watches over our rights and freedoms and protects and preserves them. That is their purpose. That is what they are there for. But they delineated from that, haven't they? They created a whole doctrine of rules, policies, regulations, of things that you can and can't do. Your government literally tells you what you can and can't do in society. We have to remember that here in the United States of America, we have a government for the people, of the people, and by the people. That we hold the ultimate power and that as time progress and these things begin to unfold, it is up to us to stand up, to stand forth and say no more. That if these events unfold, we, we march into our town square, we go to town hall, we look at our village board, we look at our mayor and we say, either you resign or you stand with the people. We go down to the state capitals, we go, either you resign or you stand with the people. We go to Washington, D.C. And we see either you resign or you stand with the people. But first, we have to do it as we talked earlier this week at the local level. You have to do it at this communal level. You have to get people over that hump, over that wall of fear. You need to show them that this is not something to be afraid of. But what stands on the other side of the fear, that is something to fear. That is the loss 
of everything our founding fathers worked for, of every veteran who have served, every veteran that has died has fought for. That if these types of events occur and we give up, we lay down, then the world is as good as lost. Then the world will eventually succumb to global governments. That a techno-fascist, totalitarian-controlled, oligarchical-ruled, surveillance system, big brother state will be ushered in. The remaining populace will be hoarded into smart super cities. Nature will become off-limits. Everybody will be chipped and every electronic device and censoring system that you have will be tracked and monitored. Everything from your heartbeat, your blood flow, your DNA will be tracked and monitored and targeted if you get out of line. You'll have access control perimeters everywhere you go. If you speak up or get out of line... It's a simple shock therapy into your central nervous system to the nanotechnology that's in your body through 5G antennas. If they need a patsy, oh, that's not hard. They just turn on that system, they upload the programming, and you do their will. They don't like you too much. You're... Central bank digital currency, you're locked out of it. You can't use it. You go to your apartment. Your social credit score has dropped. You're no longer eligible for that apartment. You go to your job. You're fired because your social credit score is lower than normal and you're already locked out. You go to use a transportation system. They don't allow you on because, well, the government doesn't like you. You speak out and everybody looks at you with disgust because they can't help you because if they go near you, if they talk to you, if they collaborate with you, their social credit score goes down. This is how important it is to be stronger than fear, to identify the fear for what it is, to remove its mask and remove its power and empower yourself. I always talk about the Scooby-Doo scenario. And this is something that I created, I'll share with you right now in our last few minutes here. Is there is always a moral to every single Scooby-Doo episode, but there is one primary moral that was played out in every single episode, and it's simple, and it's really like this. Is that every ghost, every goblin, every, every alien or monster that was portrayed on Scooby-Doo was nothing more than a man in disguise. A man with a mask. And it was representative, it was symbolic of fear. That it always represented fear as something undefined, something outside of your purview that was unknown and undefined. But what did Shaggy and Scooby always show us is that if you remove that mask, you remove the mask of fear, if you remove the unknown aspect, if you define what it is, you remove the power from fear and you empower yourself with knowledge. And that knowledge becomes powerful because it overwhelms the tricksters, the deception, the evil. Knowledge truly is power. 
And the more informed that we are, the more prepared we are, the more we understand that the perpetuation of fear by governments around the world is not meant to keep us safe, but it's meant to keep us enslaved. The more that we rise up above that fear, define it for what it is and rise above, we can be free. We can preserve our sovereignty, our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties. We can continue with our constitution. We can reorganize this country back into the ideologies that our founding fathers had developed it upon. We can rebuild this nation and the world. But first, we have pestilence that we must get rid of. A pestilence that propagates fear, propaganda, disinformation and misinformation to keep you in a continual state of slavery. Mankind will not be slaves anymore. We will rise up above this, I assure you. Knowledge is the answer. Knowledge is power. Much love, respect, God bless you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow on another episode of the Dr. Light Show. Take care.